welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. No More Searching by Paul Marshall In 1981, during a holiday break from university, I had an expansion of consciousness that revealed previously unsuspected depths of self and world, or so it felt at the time. As a teenager, I had been enthusiastic about science, captivated by the beauty of nature, given to philosophical musings, and, in my later teens, dedicated to writing poetry and fantastical short stories. The atomic theory of matter enthralled me early on, with its promise of explaining everything in terms of a few basic particles arranged into a hundred or so elements. However, I grew uneasy with confident scientific claims, although unable to identify where the problem lay. Certainly, a growing realisation of the incompleteness of scientific theory was a factor, and also the troubling thought that science could portray living beings, myself included, as nothing more than complex chemical reactions. I embarked on an adolescent phase of pervasive doubt, questioning what it means to know and understand. Another puzzle that caught my attention could be expressed as, why now? Given the vast multitude of moments that make up time, it seemed improbable that my present moments in the mid-1970s should be the ones that happen to be actual, all others gone or yet to be. Whether or not the puzzlement was justified, it did lead me to think that all moments are equally actual, a moment a hundred years ago just as existent as my current one. All times coexist. The puzzle of time led to the puzzle of self-identity. Is today's I the same as yesterday's or tomorrow's? So it was that when I arrived at university to study the natural sciences, I brought with me a bundle of intellectual and existential questions. I was intent on coming to grips with the strange new physics, relativistic and quantum, but disappointment set in. It soon became clear that there would be no questioning of fundamental ideas. I therefore looked outside the course and found a creative outlet in the writing of a novel. The central character seeks an awakening, but in the final chapter abandons the search as futile. A turning point came when I read a little about Zen Buddhism. From here I was led to Carl Jung, and during the Christmas break I began to read his Memories, Dreams, Reflections. The book inspired me to record my dreams, and the expansion of consciousness followed a few days later, while I was asleep. When I woke up, I was left with an extraordinary sense of wholeness, far beyond anything I could have imagined possible. At first I did not remember the core experience, but memories appeared soon after. I have described the experience at length in my book, The Shape of the Soul. 
Here I can give only a brief account. Gazing at a vast world of light, I think with tremendous relief, no more searching, as if at long last I found what I'd always sought. I realise that I know everything, understand everything, and it's so simple, so obvious, how dim-witted I've been not to see it before. The world is packed with detailed luminous structures, and I take notice of several human figures, some located in other times. The nearest figure is myself, my body, including head and face, consisting of a trail of images. It is a shock to see myself like this, with no life of my own, but animated by the great life and intelligence of the world. There is dismay and humour at the discovery, my ordinary self put in its place. Yet while I am this flimsy, dependent thing, I am also the mind that supports and contains everything. My worries fall away, and I tell myself not to forget what I have discovered. It is too important. There is some sense of my life ahead, but I remember little or nothing about it later. The realisation that everything exists within myself is now tempered by the discovery of very many others for whom the same is true. I am aware of numerous centres of consciousness, like little rings, and I am amazed that such tiny beings encompass everything. As I view them, a tremendous feeling of love arises, pictured as light streaming from the centre of my body, reaching out to all. By comparison, how impoverished is my usual capacity to love. I feel impure and uncomfortable in this atmosphere of love. Perhaps it is now that the experience comes to an end. But the searching had not finished. When memories emerged, I tried to repeat the experience through meditation, so attractive was it, but without success. Nevertheless, the experience had a great impact on me, affecting the course of my life as I laboured to understand it and take in its most important lesson, the possibility of inclusive love. While I still struggle with that lesson, I have hopefully made progress towards the understanding. Initially, I could barely find the words to express what I discovered. So far outside my ken was it. I struggled to say, mind is fundamental, or everything exists in consciousness, but that was the gist of it. I had inadvertently become an idealist. A few years later, I came upon an idealist philosophy that promised to make sense not only of the experience, but the puzzling physics. This was the metaphysics of Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz, according to which the world consists of a multiplicity of perceptual agents, each of which expresses the entire universe in its perceptions. The philosophy sits well with the frame dependence of special relativity and the holism of quantum physics. So I set about looking into the matter, and the first fruit of my labour was the living mirror in 1992. Doctoral research on mystical experience at Lancaster University followed, published as Mystical Encounters with the Natural World in 2005. Since then, as an independent researcher, I have continued to delve into the application of mystical insights and idealist metaphysics to the mind-body problem and the puzzles of modern physics. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode.